Hello, everybody. Pastor Chip again. I hope you're doing well. <clears throat> so today, we're getting closer to Christmas. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I think of things that, I think of people that need things. I think of our world and the state of, I guess it's uh, depravity, 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 depravedness that we're in. Everybody, everybody's out for themselves. There are a lot of people that are standing on the street corners and signs and things and people in the stores and just people that you know if you just if you just listen to people talk and don't talk so much listen to what people are saying you will hear of people that are in great need and um, <clears throat> where I live is uh, it's a very rural uh, a lot of poverty people heat with wood kerosene and some gas there's a lot of people that still heat with wood and then there's people that don't have the money to pay for the fuel or the wood uh, we're we're on the average 10 degrees colder than anybody else around us because we're so high up in the in the mountains here there are people that are still you can ride around and see people that use outhouses they don't even have indoor uh, water, running water in their houses. As a matter of fact, there's still a few churches around here that have outhouses. You can ride around and see those as well. And... Our world is in a state of disrepair. Um, you know, there are people out there that you don't go out to meet the people. You, you want to give to things for Christmas. And <clears throat> I know people give to 
in the churches, the Baptists, it's big to give to Lottie Moon or Samaritan's Purse, and it all goes overseas and the mission fields. But people, just open your door and step outside. There are neighbors that need our help. And you know, a lot of people are prideful and don't want to take your help. And other people want to help but don't know how to help. So I'm going to tell you a few things you can do. If you have a place in town that people get kerosene or gas to heat with, or even the electric place, do you know that you can go there and you can tell them that you want to give, you know, however much money that would go towards somebody's utilities for Christmas or the month of December? Did you know you could tell them, you know, I want, uh, I want to pay. You tell a guy that cuts wood and hauls wood, I want to pay for somebody's wood. You know, there, there is a lot. If you know your neighbors are struggling and having a hard time and they don't have much food, you're like, I don't know what to do. You know, go to the grocery store and you can go in there and you can buy whatever you want to spend. You can buy you a gift certificate for that supermarket or grocery store. And, you know, that's usually what I do is if I want them to have food, I go to, you know, Food Lion because they have to use it on anything in that store. If you go to Walmart, they can use it at any super Walmart or any market, you know. I mean, it's if you get a gift card, it's, you can't, they can do what they want to with it. You know, if you're, if you know a homeless person and, you don't want to give them money? Ask them if they need a sleeping bag. You can go to Walmart and buy a $35 little sleeping bag. It's not much, but it's better than nothing. And it's got pretty good uh, heat ratings. Um, man, there's just so much you can do. So much you can do. And there's no reason why you can't if you truly want to help people heck as far as that goes if you see somebody that's homeless and you want to really do them something good get them a hotel room for the night get them a hotel room for christmas if they don't have anywhere to go you know you can you might save somebody's life doing that you just never, ever know. You know, compassion. 
I'm just gonna say it doesn't cost anything, but it does. It costs if you're doing any of these things I'm talking about. It's gonna cost you some money if you've got the money to give. If you don't have the money to give, go through your closet. I noticed clothes in there you hadn't wore for the last two years. Go through those clothes. Go through your sock drawer. A lot of people need socks. And go hand those out to people. Give them to a shelter. There's no reason you cannot be involved in your community and helping people. And that said, made me think about, and I was thinking about what to talk about it, made me think about a section in the Bible. And um, it's about a woman named Tabitha. And uh, this section is kind of near and dear to me because I do know a wonderful young lady named Tabitha who's very generous and and very uh how would you want to say spirit filled and empathetic and passion and has a passion for helping people so this these verses are in acts and it starts in uh chapter nine verse thirty six and it says at Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. And this woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. And when they had washed her and laid her in the upper room, and since Lydda was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him, not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose with them, arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room. And all the widows stopped by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Tabitha or Dorcas had made while she was with them. So Dorcas is the Greek name. Tabitha is the uh, name which she was called. And, and Tabitha comes from an Aramaic word which means gazelle. And she was named for her the beautiful gazelle. It was a beautiful animal. And Peter comes in up there and you read the rest of the scripture, he actually raises this woman from the dead. But these women, Tabitha meant so much to them in that community. She had done so many good deeds, helping people, making tunics, it says, um, and garments. She obviously was a seamstress, but she had done so much for her community. Have you... <coughs> excuse me. Have you done anything in your community that 
if you died today, people would be running around crying and upset because what you did was going to be missed? Or are you just going to be another person that you read about in obituaries that you hear about on the news that they're going to bury in a couple of days and the world will go on without you? Which is it? Are you somebody that's going to be known, that's going to be missed? Or are you somebody that they won't even skip a beat when you're gone? You know, I've always said, I know I can't save the world. I know I can't rescue everybody. But I try. I try to help. And if I just make a little bit of difference, as much as I can, maybe one day the world will be a better place because of it. You know, when I die, maybe they won't come and say, Oh, that old Scrooge. Maybe people will say, Well, do you know what he did? Do you know that he used to go around and do this? Did you know that we we met him in Illumination? And that's for a bunch of kids that it's a church camp I go used to go and help at before COVID, and I met a lot of kids there doing things with them. And what will people say about you? What will people say about you when you're gone? Will you be forgotten and? Three, five, six months? Or will you be missed when the holidays come around? You know, my wife and I started a tradition on Christmas. We went to a little restaurant that was open in town on Christmas Eve, the only one we could find. And we decided to make that our Christmas tradition. That we would go there and eat a meal. And we would do something to impact somebody's life at that restaurant. I'm not going to say what we did. But... I haven't missed a beat six years later. I still go. And I still do something in honor of her memory. 
What kind of person would I be if I had it within me to do good and I didn't? And it means more this year than anything else because people aren't working. And the ones that are working are the ones that have work ethics and really need the, the money and the job. So, I guess to wrap this up, I'll say, don't let your candle burn out. And nobody even know that it was burning to begin with. Make sure that your light shines brightly in all that you do, wherever you do it. Do your best to make a difference to the people that you meet. It's not a hard thing to do, and it doesn't require uh, cutting off a limb or self-sacrifice other than your time or maybe some money. But I promise you, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in and God bless you.